Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome, everyone, to the Storybox. This is the place to be if you're a lover of stories learning new and interesting things, growing abundantly, and if you want to improve your overall life. My name is Jay Phantom, and I've made it my purpose to unbox and share the amazing stories from people of every profession all over the world. I'm grateful that you're here today. Let's journey into the story box together and hear more about whose story will be unboxed today. Welcome everyone to the story box. I am absolutely thrilled that you guys are here today. This conversation you're about to listen to was a lot of fun for me. It was a true joy and delight to be speaking with this woman who at the age of 23 is put me to shame really with the amount of things she's actually achieved. Uh, and it's pretty, pretty damn incredible. So for those of you that don't know who Marina Mazeppa is, you're about to get to know more about her very, very soon. But she was she began her career in the Ukraine at the age of four. She's now 23 in uh, ballet. Then she was professionally trained in contortion. She's now world-renowned in that. And you see some of the videos that she puts up on her social media, absolutely mind-boggling how she does it. I can't even like bend properly without my my back or my legs hurting, let alone being so flexible to put your your legs over your head, that sort of thing. Um, but Marina is also professionally trained in martial arts, Taekwondo, just to add to the ec- extra badass that she is. Uh, she was a finalist on many top European TV shows. Then she made her way to the US for... So you think you can dance? And she was a semi-finalist on America's Got Talent in 2019, which I actually saw her on. Uh, fun fact: during the uh, America's Got Talent semifinals, director James Wan discovered her for a lead villain role in his upcoming film *Malignant*. Shortly after filming *Malignant*, Marina played the role of Mary of Elnor in the uh, film by Screen Gems, *The Supernatural Horror*, *The Unholy*, which is out now. You can go and watch it. Uh, if you don't like horror films, I'm going to go and watch it because I promised Marina that I would, even though, yeah, I don't like them. But, uh, yeah, the things you do for friendship, right? <laughs> I'm sure Marina will forgive me for saying that. But anyway, uh, go and watch the film uh, if you like horror films and even if you don't like them, just to see Marina because she plays some pretty pretty stellar, stellar characters. There's a hint for you. Uh, but Screen Gems also cast Marina as a key character in their forthcoming, highly anticipated Resident Evil film, which I can guarantee a lot of you would actually know 
that that film franchise. But this conversation was a lot of fun. I have no doubt that you're going to love uh, Marina, her energy and her story because it is absolutely wild uh, how she got to doing what she is doing today, how, uh, how, how the filming of The Unholy went for her, how she was discovered in the first place, that sort of thing. It's pretty fun. Uh, so before we dive into the story box today, please, if you do get something from it, share it around to your friends and your family. Let everyone know about this one. Even if you just want to see more of Marina's stuff, go and look her up on social media. I guarantee you she does not disappoint. Uh, very interesting human being, now a good friend as well. So, uh, yeah, before you go, don't forget to leave a rating and review over another podcast. It goes a long way in building the community. But also, uh, before you go, make sure to subscribe. But anyway, guys, I'm going to shut up now because I've talked too much. And we're going to somehow contort our way into the story box. Uh, I know it probably might be hard for some of you, including myself. We're going to do it anyway. Uh, and listen to the amazing story of none other than Marina Mazeppa. Thank you so much for having me here. Wow, that was an amazing introduction. I'm honored. <laughs> Thank you. You're more than welcome. You are honestly incredible. I mean, I was just reading out and, and doing a lot of research, preparing myself for this conversation with you, but you're putting me to shame. You're only 23 and I've done nothing near anywhere close to what you're doing. No, stop. No, no, no. You can't say this. Um, thank you so much. I, I'm honored to be here and um, I'm flattered. <laughs> You, you, um, should, you should feel flattered because you've done so many amazing things. I mean, you're a martial artist, you're a contortionist, you've done ballet, you're now in movies, you've been finalists and so many things. So my first question to you, and this is a question, funny enough, that I ask everyone at the very beginning, is what does success look like for you? Ah, uh, success. <laughs> Success, it's for me, it's a feeling when I feel accomplished and um, after some sort of hard work and struggles I overcame and I feel good about this and I feel happy with what I've done and I feel like I've grown and I feel stronger and I feel uh, satisfied, but then it's this feeling doesn't last long because I usually elevate my bar, you know, and I set a new goal. So that is kind of success. Um, that kind of lasts just for a little, a little bit, but then I understand that, well, this is not the end. I have to move on and then I set a goal to achieve it. So there is always room for improvement and I'm not sure if I will stop. <laughs> Good. Uh, do you have a goal right now that is on your list that you haven't been able to accomplish yet? I do. I do. You know, it's, uh, as I said, it's, um, a new goal every time, you know, like as I grow, as, um, uh, the time flies and my goals changes, constantly right now i'm working um i switched my focus from contortion and dance and performance uh, more in movies so i work on my accent acting 
martial arts, um, combining uh, contortion and martial arts together in order to book roles, movies, um, speaking roles, um, being able to speak perfectly English because I just moved. I had moved to the USA uh, three years ago with no English and it was so hard and mind blowing, but yeah. So, um, my goal is to be in big movies and to be starring in the big movies like Marvel's and DC and, uh, with famous directors and like really going there. (laughs) My, My question to you would be why, did you decide to change your focus from contortion, from ballet, from martial arts? You're still doing martial arts, I can imagine. Now. Oh, yeah, I do martial arts. I actually started learning martial arts um, three years ago. Wow. Yeah, so uh, why, why did I decide to change my focus? I think I realized that dancing wasn't my vocation. Mm calling and I I think I achieved some sort of things um in dancing you know and I I thought um what could more be for me like what do I want more and how do I combine all the skills I can do and I something that could challenge me more because I love challenges (laughs) my my life has been a constant challenge (laughs) so um, and I always loved to perform on, on stage. I always loved combining my skills, not only dancing, but uh, if you saw my performances, um, they, they're kind of mixed between dance and contortion and pole contortion and acting and kind of stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I've always wanted to be an actress, I guess, but just you know, time came when I. <laughs> You're one of the very few people that actually says you, you love challenges because that's not a very common thing. And I'm curious, why do you love challenges so much? Your life has been a, a challenge. Uh, you mentioned that. And can you share a particular challenge that you found that was actually difficult to overcome? Um. I think everything comes from my childhood. Mm. I I grew up in a small town in Ukraine called Konotop. And I had this like burning desire in me that I I wanted to leave my small town and become someone, accomplish something. And I knew that no one would help me, but only my own strength and my own uh, hard work, right? So I poured all my strength and into my trainings in order to become good enough uh, to move to Kiev when I was 15 uh, and start my education in a circus dance academy. So... That was like one of the biggest challenges, I guess, uh, the one of the first challenges because my family was against my career and um, it challenged me maybe um, 
even more, <laughs> like to prove to them that I can do this. Mm. I, I, that I could do that. Sorry. And that was, was the there, beginning of the challenges. <laughs> was there a moment for you that you didn't feel like you could become someone that you could actually get out of your small little town and become someone? Uh, what was the big, the question, um, why I, I, why I did this? Where was, was there a moment for you oh, like, moment. you ever felt like you couldn't mm-hmm. become someone great sure. or you couldn't get out of your town? And how did you manage that? Oh my God. I don't know. I just kind of like, I was pushing through that feeling. And also, you know, like I, I was lucky to meet people on my life journey who helped me, who supported me, who, I don't know, really believed in me, my mentors. And I was really coachable my entire life. You know, like I knew how to see in people good or bad to take something from people that I really needed. So I'm very thankful and grateful for everyone in my life um, who made me me basically. So speaking about your mentors, what was a particular lesson that your mentor, one of them has taught you that you hold very dear to your heart? I still hold, that's a very, very cool question. (laughs) There are a lot of them, but I think what I could share with everyone is be aware of your environment. Your environment is very important. Surround yourself with only stronger people than you because you will grow. You want to be always the smallest in the room. Mm. People around you has to be, have to be stronger than you, bigger than you, and then you will see them. You will, you will want to grow. Mm. I and love look <laughs> I love that because I say I I just finished writing my first ever book. It's currently in the editing stage. And there's a chapter in there that I talk about challenges and how uh-huh. challenges we need to allow those challenges to serve us uh-huh. rather than the other way around. See, oftentimes we serve the challenges and that's not doing us any good at all because we feel stuck in the challenge oftentimes. Whereas if we allow the challenge to serve us and we change our mindset to this is actually going to be good for me, this is going to build me up, this is going to make me better as a result. And if I surround myself with the right people, with the right, the ones that have the same mindset as me, then that is ultimately going to make me the best version of myself possible. That's what I believe at least. Beautiful. Yes, exactly. Mm, because trust me, Marina, like if, if I was to go through some of the stories from my own life that have been rather challenging, uh, health wise, mentally, you name it, whatever it is, then I I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't Mm -hmm. for a couple of things, me actually listening to the people that were, you know, um, good for me in my life, the ones who loved me. Yeah, I think you can I think you can relate to that as well. 
Absolutely. I feel like you have to choose those right people and listen only to them. Because if you listen to every person around you, nobody cares. Well, you know, like it's not like you have to listen to everybody. Nobody cares about your stuff. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like you have one or two, three people in your life that are your mentors, that you know that they care about you and that you trust them. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important thing. I had those people and I still do. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And what do your parents think of you now? Um, of course they, they love what I do. They, um, they're proud of me, I guess. And I, um, my, my mom, my mom is in Ukraine. I want her to, I want to bring her here. I want to show her America. Um, I guess they always love me. You know, like I had a wonderful childhood. I have a wonderful family. It just, they always wanted the best for me. And when I was 15 years old, they just didn't believe that dancing could be a career or I could make living out from it, right? So they wanted me, uh, they wanted but I'm trying to put my words together. <laughs> they wanted me to become a lawyer uh, because they thought that would be the only um, occupation that will, you know, bring the status, money, and uh, um, mm. everything I need in life. So, mm. but they, they're proud of me now. <laughs> do you miss them at all? Like I do. Yeah, I do miss them. Uh, and all of this situation with Corona and I couldn't see them and I haven't seen them for two years and I hope I'll see them soon. Sorry, my dog's barking in the background. (laughs) Um, I I love it. We have two puppies and three cats. (laughs) What sort of dogs do you have? Oh, um, so Marky and Yorkie. Wow. Yeah, they're very small. They're like teacups, like teacups, <laughs> micro teacups, like this. <laughs> uh, we have a German Shepherd uh, puppy. Her name, her name is Alita. She's a she's massive. <laughs> she's <laughs> massive. <laughs> we, we say that uh, my mum keeps saying that she's overweight, but she's not. She's just big, big muscles, like a lot of muscles. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, uh, that took me off track a little bit there. <laughs> but puppies and dogs are always like that. Let's talk about only animals. <laughs> I can talk to you all day about animals. Trust me. Like my my dog is is funny. She's like a human being. I kid you not. Like she'll sit like a human. She will yeah. uh, demand like a human. She will uh, actually eat stuff that humans can eat, and she will literally, if she wants it, she gets it. <laughs> <laughs> except That's chocolate. Awesome. Yeah. So like um, human friends. If you look at my Instagram, you'll probably see that she's a huge foodie like me. <laughs> but um yeah. Me as well. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, um so one of the questions that I did want to ask you um is it a common thing in the Ukraine in, in your small town to kind of go with the flow at all? And my follow-up question to you would be, did you ever feel like you were alone in in what you wanted to do? 
when I just uh, was starting out. Yeah, yeah. So, like, is it a common theme in your small town that they mm-hmm. kind of feel like, you know, we just have to go be a lawyer, we have to go get the regular jobs, but you came along and said, no, I want to be a dancer. Is that a common thread all throughout your town? I'm not sure. I don't know. I guess no. <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure. I think no. No? Did you ever feel alone? Like no one else wants to do the same thing I do? Um, no, I had a friend who actually uh, started, uh, started at the Dance Academy with me. Um, but she, I don't know. It was a little bit different, I guess, because she, she had a support from her family. And um, um, I had support from my family afterwards, you know, like when I kind of started, you know, like I insisted on what I wanted to do and who I wanted to become. So, but I don't know kind of people like that, I guess. Can <laughs> You were persistent. You went after what you wanted. <laughs> yeah. I like that. And um to me, curiously, wanting to ask you, what was it about dancing that you love the most? Like, I'm not a good dancer. <laughs> so I suck at it and I'm always curious, oh, like, what yes. was it about dancing or ballet specifically? When I started dancing, I always felt like I was on top of my game because I loved my first teacher. She was amazing. She uh, gave me this discipline. Uh, I guess that's where where I got this perseverance and um, strength, you know, from dancing because I've got a really good discipline. And she made me a soloist, and I loved that. I loved the feeling of winning, I guess, and I loved that feeling of competition maybe, you know, like when you're in a small group and you want to be the best. And um, um, and that feeling was all about, you know, all about mm. my life, you know, in my small conative, uh, sorry, in my small town back then. So, and I loved music. I love the feeling of I, I could express um, what I felt with my body and I could, I just listen, I could just listen to, uh, to music and turn into whatever I wanted to turn. Is there, what do you believe it takes to become great at something? <sighs> Repetitions, a lot of work, a lot of fails. Fails are very important. <laughs> the sooner you fail, the stronger you become and the sooner you will back up on track. So I feel like fails are very important. Um, and of course, perseverance and discipline uh, and being able not to give up and pursue um, that whatever you started, you know, whatever you want to do. Mm. So what does, you speaking about being disciplined, so mm-hmm. what would you do on a regular day? Like what would your day 
daily routine look like? It kept changing, you know, like right now I, since uh, my focus has switched a little bit. So right now I work a lot on my accent and English. Um, I work every day with my English coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I have uh, Zoom acting classes, like maybe five a week. And uh, I work, I get, I get auditions. And plus I try to keep up with my trainings and my flexibility trainings and my uh, martial arts trainings. I can't forget about them, you know, even though I know that I need, you know, to focus right now um, on English and, you know, like more uh, educational stuff than uh, on physical stuff because physical things I've been doing my entire life and I'm kind of can, yeah, I can, um, it comes easier to me than <laughs> English or um, learning, studying. It's been, it's been a hell of a year. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine, but it sounds like you pick up things very, very quickly. Um, it, it's, I don't know. Well, as you notice, I still make so many mistakes during my speech and I really try to uh, not make them trust me, <laughs> but, um, I still learn. And I, you know, like, I feel like it's, I don't, I'm not ashamed of this. You know, I, maybe I'm used to being ashamed of speaking English in public or, um, uh, ashamed about my accent or something, but now I understand it's so important to share this with people and give them let them to let them understand that i mean everything is possible if you really work hard towards your dream <laughs> you shouldn't feel ashamed at all because you know i still struggle with english myself and english is my first language you know so <laughs> don't don't worry <laughs> at all <laughs> i'm always <laughs> stuffing up words like, well, okay, you still struggle with English, but English is your first language. <laughs> yes, I do. Believe it or not, I do. And and because I'm I'm doing this on a very regular basis and I'm speaking to uh, people all the time, uh, it's like, okay, I've got to be more articulate with the kind of words that are coming out of my mouth. I know, right? But I still stuff up and I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> same thing. It's the same because I learned... When I started learning uh, accents, oh my God, it's just, my brain is fright. It's just like, there is a lot of things to learn. It's just the positioning of the tongue, the gum ridge, uh, the, printed, the positioning of your sound and all of that. It's just, oh, and people who are native speakers, English native speakers, they don't understand. They just naturally, like they speak like that because they've been doing this their entire life. And they're like, why do you have an accent? Well, because there are a lot of aspects to, to that, you know? <laughs> so, Do you have a favorite accent that you like putting on? I can't. I'm trying to do my, the American accent and I learn. I really work hard towards reducing my Russian accent so I, ha- um, so I can uh, be more understood, I guess, and um, get to more like as close as possible to the American accent, but it's very complicated. I feel like it's a lot of comes also with your personality. Like, yes. you know, 
Well, I, I personally love the the Ukrainian or the more Russian accent. I think Australians, especially, we love it. We're always intimidating the Russians. <laughs> um, I was just listening to a, a a show the other day, and that person came on and was like Vladimir Putin is doing this and that and and all that all sort of sort of stuff. And I was laughing my head off. Um, I don't mean to disrespect Vladimir at all. <laughs> um, but you should try doing the Australian accent. Trust me, it's easier than you think. You just got to be lazy in your speech. You got to be. Your speech. You got to be like. Also, difference between the vowels. In yeah. America, uh, an American accent, and actually in English, there are way more vowels than uh, in Russian and Ukraine. We only have like six vowels. That's it. And you guys have how many vowels do you have? Oh, we have too many. It's like we want to complicate things, you know. We just yeah, you know, we love doing it. But the American accent—it's funny because I got quite a few American friends, and they love the Australian accent. And I'm like, no, 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 don't love the Australian accent. We love your accent. Can we have that? <laughs> always like that. Like yeah. people just realize someone else, like different things than they. Oh, uh, sorry, I'm just. I said something really weird right now. <laughs> it's okay because you got you got the the southern accent, which is like I love saying this. Yo, Baba, go get me the shotgun. We'll go kill me some gators. Like you've got that real deep southern, and then you got the more like you know uh, the. Uh, let me try and think of someone that I can intimidate. Um, not intimidate. What am I saying now? See, I got stuffed up too. <laughs> um, it's yeah, like the the more Barack Obama style, the um, more posh, articulate. So yeah. we Americans, we love like talking this way. You know, it's, eloquent. Yeah, they're very posh, but and then you got the British ones where we talk really fast and we can't understand a word we're saying, right? <laughs> I think I went a bit bit off there, but anyway, that's me doing my accents. <laughs> Sorry, everyone that is listening and watching. I'm boring. I'm boring, Marina. Now, no, no, it's just it's incredible. It's hard. You just want to let people know this is so hard. Accents is incredibly. But impossible. isn't it isn't it a lot of fun though? Mm-hmm. It is a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I love doing it. Um. So steering the conversation back towards you now, and mm. you were a finalist on America's Got Talent, which go and see the video is pretty damn incredible. Then you were found by James Wang. Now, <laughs> tell me that story. What happened with that? Okay, so after America's Got Talent, um, uh, my agency uh, sent me like, oh my God, James Wan, they want to set up a meeting with you because they want to cast you for uh, their new movie um, as the main villain. Oh my God, I was, yeah, <laughs> of course, it was like incredible. Like I was so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a meeting with James and the producers, you know, like a bunch of people, very important people at, uh, were there at the table. And they asked me to do some weird things. Like I, um, of course they couldn't reveal, you know, all the secrets at once. And they didn't know if they were, um, they would cast me. So they're like, can you do this and this and this? And can you show us? 
And I was like, oh my God. So I did, you know, like I, it was really weird. I can't say, I can't reveal what was it because you have to see the movie, but um, they hired me. And in the beginning, they hired me as a contortionist for a couple of scenes only. And then I guess um, my first day on set was just, I mean, I, I came on set and I loved everything. I loved everyone. I was watching, I was um, learning, I was observing, I, I loved everyone. And uh, um, I did camera test and I guess they liked me. I don't know how to do this. So then they, <laughs> they liked what I did, I meant to say. So I, uh, became the main villain basically i i got my job (laughs) and that was an incredible experience Mm. my first time on camera my first time working with james wan he taught me a lot Mm. he's so um professional he knew exactly what he wanted very details very detailed um and I met a lot of wonderful people. I still friends with stunt coordinator, with like a stunt stunt double, uh, with my stunt double as well. And I met so many great people, and I started learning martial arts. Um, and and after that, I kind of booked another movie and then another movie. <laughs> So it's just you went, you went on this roll, you know. They loved you in one film, and then the next one came up, and the next one, my goodness, kind of like that. Yes, it's like um, after *Malignant*, I booked *The Unholy*, mm. and it's a funny story how I booked *The Unholy*. I, my friend Lauren Shaw, she's like, she was like, uh, Marina, I think I have a perfect role for you for our next movie. She. I don't remember. I think somebody, uh, like the uh, one of the casting directors, sent her this role, and she helped me to tape um, the self tape. So I sent my self tape uh, to the unholy, and then when I booked the role, this role, right, um, I came to Boston, and we had uh, the first conversation with the director. And uh, he was like, oh, I'm so happy we found you. I'm like, what do you mean? I auditioned for a thing. He's like, no, we found you on Facebook. I, I saw uh, this performance. Like you were a cat woman and dancing like really crazy, like yep. fortune. And I thought, yeah, that's our Mary. And I'm like, wow, no, I actually auditioned for you guys. And I sent you a self-tape. So I don't know how all of that just came together, but somehow... <sighs> I it did. It. Yeah, it, it really did. did. <laughs> now, for those people, like, I'm always curious about acting and the process of acting because I I wanted to become a filmmaker myself. I wanted to be a, a director, make movies. I made a couple of shorts, but nothing too special. Um, I'm always curious about the acting process. How in the world, like, what is your process to create a specific character? Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking this. It's a very interesting question. Well, I I think my primary asset is my ability to utilize my skills, contortion skills and mm-hmm. dance and martial arts in acting. 
and my ability to transform into these un, like otherworldly creatures. Mm. And every creature I've done so far was absolutely different. And I had to do a lot of acting work on every character. For example, when I, um, I worked a lot on copying movements of um, um, praying mantis when yeah. I worked on Mary's character. Mm-hmm. I, I watched lots of videos and I had so many conversations with the director about Mary, who is she, how she walks, how she kills, how she, um, you know, um, represents herself, what's her background. So it's a lot of work. And like, I also, it's a funny story. I, I remember when I just came on set and my first day on set, yeah. And um, uh, you know that the movies, um, movies don't film in sequence, not film in sequence, right? So I came on set and the second day I was supposed to film one of my biggest scenes in the movie, uh, which was the last scene where, you know, I reveal all my character, you know, and I have to be all, the the whole bouquet has to be there, right? And I just came on set and I was supposed to put my character together in two days, basically. And I worked with (laughs) the producer um, on my moves separately in the in uh, in a room for three days maybe and i became really good friends with uh, this, this producer and i was so like free like and uh, we were discussing my moves and uh, rehearsing and then someone asked me well how did you like working with sam raimi and i was like Stop. That was Sam Raimi. That was the Sam Raimi. <laughs> oh my God. And I didn't know that was Sam Raimi. So the day after that, I ran into him in the corridor and I started shaking him. Sam, <laughs> I loved Spider-Man. It's that's an honor working with you. Thank you so much. And I really didn't know he was. <laughs> I felt so like I was red. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it was. What, what I can't get over is the fact that you actually shook Sam Raimi. <laughs> I was like, I started showing all of these moves like a Spider Man, you know. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Spider Man was literally one of my and favorite movies growing up. Well, I didn't know that Spider Man actually did those moves. <laughs> but looks very like. <laughs> You're Spider Woman, literally in, in the flesh. Like, the only thing is, you don't have web coming out of you. <laughs> what if? Maybe it's my dream role. <laughs> Should. That, that would be so cool. Imagine that. All right, directors, get on it. Like, you've got someone amazing here that can, can contortion like literal spider. Um, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Hire for the next movie. Um, Marina, I have really enjoyed this conversation, by the way. Um, this is my all-time favorite question that I ask all my guests at the very, very end. Uh, before I ask it, though, when is the movie coming out so people can go and watch it? So 
The Unholy comes out uh, in a couple of days. Uh, it's 2nd of April. It's literally this Friday. So you guys have to all go and watch the movie. It's I saw the movie, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I hope you will like it. It's really, really good. Well, like I said in, to you in the very beginning, I'm not a huge fan of horror. Oh, it's it's okay. It's like you will be able to watch it and enjoy it for sure. And even if you don't like horrors, I'm telling you, it's like it's perfectly made in that um, way that everybody can watch it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and I, I'll I'll watch it for you specifically, um, and then I'll 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 tag you and say, look, I watched it. <laughs> By the way, um, my face is like an Easter egg in the movie for the viewers to find me because I actually played three roles. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I can't reveal much, but um. Uh, Evan Spilatopoulos, the director of The Unholy, he's like, Marina, why wouldn't we just put you in one of the extra, like, as an extra back on the background, you know, in one of the scenes? That would be cool. Let's just reveal your face. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah, so I'm playing one of the extras as well in this movie. So if you find me, let me know. <laughs> so we'll keep, definitely keep an eye out. And then uh, if you see three characters that is Marina, let her know. <laughs> there's there's a bit of a hint for you guys how how much is actually in the movie um <laughs> okay this is my all-time favorite question it's my last one for you but it's a hypothetical i want you to imagine with me for a moment that you've been able to reach the age of 100 you're only 23 now but just imagine you've been able to get to the age of 100 all your friends and your family have decided to put together a film for you of everything you've ever said and everything you've ever done, don't ask me how in the world they got it all. We'll call it magic for the sake of argument. Yes, I know. <laughs> but they've been able to get it and show it to you on your 100th birthday. What do you want that film to say and to show about your life? Oh, my God. That's a great question. Oh, give me a second. Take your time. Oh, wow. You know, the, the most important message would be don't be ashamed of who you are. Be unique. Be different because difference stands out and that's what world needs. Because without those dif difference and changes, nothing's going to happen and the world really needs them. So be unique and become better every day and build you. Don't try to be someone else. That is a perfect, perfect send off message. Marina, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed this conversation. Where can people find you, connect with you, and learn more about you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, 
Marina um, underscore Mazepa. Also, I have a YouTube channel. I recently haven't posted anything because I was just so busy, but you still can find so many useful videos for you. Yep, and that's my social media. <laughs> and go and check out her movies. Go and, and movies. Yeah, you can see more. <laughs> screen don't, don't forget resident about those malignant and the unholy <laughs> and resident evil coming up very very soon i believe um so they, i just got an email today they actually pushed the release date to uh november yeah malignant is coming out on september 10th well Great. <laughs> Two things to look forward to very, very soon, but go and watch The Unholy as well. Marina, thank you so much for your time, your story, your energy, your enthusiasm. I really enjoyed this for coming on the Storybox podcast. Me too. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here. I really don't like this part because it means that sadly we have come to an end of yet another story. I just want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening to our guest today. It is my prayer that you would have felt inspired, motivated, challenged in some way, and that you would have learned something new as well. If you would like to hear more amazing stories like this one, you can do so now by searching up the story box on all podcast platforms. It is that easy. And if you did get something from today's guest, please do share it around with your friend or family member who you feel could benefit from hearing today's story. And before you go, I greatly appreciate it if you could spend 30 seconds leaving a rating review over on Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way to reaching more people and building this community of the Storybox. Let's start changing lives through powerful stories like this one you heard today. Your support is always greatly appreciated. Until next time, when we dive back into the Storybox, I'm Jay Phantom, and don't forget, your story is worth more than you know. I'll catch you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.